across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Happy Friday, Rockstar Nation. Hope everybody's weekend is going to be bombastic with sales and listing appointments and good buy appointments. Good buy appointments that make you lots of commissions. And only those. <laughs> so anyways, hope everybody had a good week. Uh, man, we had some great interviews. We're getting ready to launch this one today. Cassidy Phillips, a friend of mine. And my GoBundance Network, who, you know, sold his company, TriggerPoint, which did some amazing things. If you just Google image TriggerPoint, you could see hundreds of, of pictures of products that this guy put out just by thinking of a simple way to self-massage your achy bones and your achy muscles. And uh, we had a great conversation. It's more of an entrepreneurial conversation on you know, success, but we did try to tie some to real estate. You know, I was reluctant at first to interview him because I'm like, well, he's not our normal interviewee, but we can try to help realtors. And number one, in a couple of ways, number one, by inspiring them and and seeing anybody successful is inspirational. And number two, you know, what are some ways that real estate agents are, are not treating themselves well? Because at the end of the day, you cannot sell houses from a sick bed. Uh, you know, and you cannot sell houses from a wheelchair. It's harder to sell from a wheelchair. You want to stay mobile. You want to stay in good shape and you want to stay healthy. So Cassidy's going to help us do that. And he's a foremost expert in all things health related, muscle related, body related. So this is going to be a good show. Uh, next week, we got uh, Beverly Ruffner coming on, killing it, killing it in Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area. Lance Woodley from Columbia, South Carolina. And then on Friday, I got Len Giancola, who who has a very, very interesting way of buying rentals. You know, a lot of us buy rentals and just rent them out yearly. Well, you know, Len's making his niche in buying rentals and, and doing them all on Airbnb and things like Airbnb. He actually has 13 different portals that he uses that are basically all free or very cheap to get tenants short-term tenants weekly tenants weekend tenants you know then when when he adds up all the numbers at the end of the year the rents are astronomical compared to what he would get if he simply rented it to one family or one person for the entire year on a one-year lease so it's going to make you rethink rental properties in certain areas certain certain areas that would be attracted to airbnb things like that any major city any beach town any any places where people want to come and stay for a week or for a weekend so definitely listen to friday all week we got good stuff next week and that's all i really got for you so let's jump in with cassidy and listen to what he has to say and i highly recommend you you go on triggerpoint.com and get some of these things especially the one he's talking about uh, that you could stick in your car door or something like it to help while you're driving down the road because we spend so much time on the road it's just quite frankly it's just not healthy for you to spend so much time sitting in a car if that's what you're doing if you're working a lot of buyers i guess 
I personally stand. I'm a stander. I'm standing right now. I do all my podcasts, by the way, standing. I should take a picture so you guys can see. But I do all my podcasts standing. I feel like my voice is better. I feel like I'm moving around more and I'm alert more. I just don't never have liked sitting down at a desk. I feel like it's lethargic. I think that uh, like Anthony Robinson's motion creates emotion and we should all stand more. We should all walk more and we should all sit less. Anyways, off my soapbox onto the show. Guys, have a great weekend and thanks for listening. Hello, Rockstar Nation. Boy, I have a special guest here that's a little bit different than we usually have. Mr. Cassidy Phillips took an idea of something that wasn't even created in the universe and built a multi-million dollar company that you've probably used its products before and changed the world when it comes to health, healthfulness, feeling better in our bodies. And when we feel better in our bodies and we feel better about our health, we're more productive. We do more things. And, and I met Cassidy recently at, at our GoBundance annual men's fraternity conference and learned about his story and how he recently sold his company. I said, man, I've got to get Cassidy on Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars and we need to learn how to feel better as agents so we can be more productive and do more things. So without further ado, let me let Cassidy introduce himself. Cassidy, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Hello, hello. How are you, sir? Hey, Cassidy, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better? Absolutely. Uh, well, I'll start off that I was actually in real estate for about a week. I got my real estate license a long time ago and I couldn't handle it. It takes a special breed to be able to cater to all those that are in need of a home. At the same time as that was occurring, believe it or not, I tried to be a top tier triathlete. I made my living as an actor for a bunch of years. I produced TV and film. I've done every adrenaline kind of junky type of thing that you can think of. And roughly 2000, 2001, my body started really breaking down. We couldn't figure out what was going on. And I saw every specialist I could, trying to find somebody to take care of me. I couldn't find anybody to take care of me other than for the day. And I realized in order to take care of myself, I had to understand who and what I was. And when I looked in the mirror, I really wasn't happy with who I was seeing because I had not taken care of myself in a long time. I was an adrenaline junkie. I was doing triathlons. I was training for Ironmans. But I forgot about uh, me as a person in the process. So long story short, they thought I may have MS, later diagnosed with fibromyalgia, refused to allow that to rule my life. So I actually started studying muscle tissue fiber structure uh, half the day, studying the Bible, believe it or not, half the day, put those two together, came out with a simplicity of my company. And, you know, 13, 14 years later, we're a global company, global brand, doing uh, annually uh, about $20 million in revenue a year, and uh, just absolutely amazing that I created. Let, let me be clear. You talked about a product. It's not about a product. It's about what the product does. So I was always telling people, we don't sell a product. We sell pr what the product does. It's all about empowering people to be able to take care of themselves so that they can do things they never thought possible. Okay, cool. So to dumb it down a little bit, so you started testing out rollers, balls, things like that on your body to help improve it, how you felt. 
Well, it's, it's called soft tissue solutions. At the time, there wasn't anything like that. We're talking 15 years ago where the industry wasn't where it is today. So I created first what's called a TP massage ball, and that ball actually mirrored the feeling of an actual hand. I was able to patent that ball because of its uniqueness. And so I created programming behind that in order to know how to implement the strategies of that ball. So if you go to a, a therapist, if you go to your chiropractor, massage therapist, uh, your PT, there are a set of educational platforms that they are applying to you as a person in order to get your muscles to move independent yet as one. And, and what I mean by that is your muscles are all independent, yet when you get dehydrated, they stick together and they move as one. And so the idea was be one. They needed to move as one. And so I created self-massage products for a very layman's way of putting it, but I created what's called a footballer for the lower leg, the quad baller for the thighs and quads and all that. And they all mirrored the feeling of an actual hand. Once again, nothing like that existed at the time. So it was a bit revolutionary in the approach of trying to mirror the feeling of an actual therapist. Got it, got it. So let's talk meat and potatoes for people in this industry. So throughout the day, you know, we're sitting, we're on the computer, we're driving in cars in between houses, that sort of thing. What sort of muscles get beat up in a negative way the most, you think, from people in this profession? And, and what do you recommend they do about it? Well, I'm going to cut to the chase. I call it like I see it. There's nothing unique about that other than people definitely care the, about the way that you look as, as someone in real estate. I could say the same thing. You know, you could take a truck driver and say a truck driver sits around either in a cab of a truck for prolonged periods of time. And, you know, they have muscles that unfortunately get compromised as well. So let's talk about health in general for those that sit for prolonged periods of time. We sit more than anything else in life today. If you look at how often you sit compared to how often you do anything else, it's appalling. And so what we have to do is we have to counteract the muscles that shorten and weaken because of being uh, seated for prolonged periods of time. Now you have to look at dehydration as well. And dehydration is evil. You know, when you get dehydrated, your muscles turn more into beef jerky than they do a supple steak. So what happens is the muscles bind up and when they bind up, they, they lose the liquid within. And unfortunately, at that point, it restricts the movement. And so if we're going to talk about sitting in a car for prolonged periods of time, we have, you know, when I first started Trigger Point, I lived in Atlanta, drove all the time. And there was something that I created called, I think it was LDLS, left driver's leg syndrome, because most of uh, people that sit in the car, that left leg just kind of hangs out. So the, the left leg goes towards the door panel, foot curls up underneath the steering wheel. And so your leg is splayed out to the side, and then you end up having sciatic issues on the left side, which means you, you got pain in your butt, it radiates down the back of your leg, or you get what's called a leg link discrepancy. So one hip is higher than the other, left hip is higher than the other. And it's actually because your hips are displayed, not because you actually really have anything wrong with you. So in order to counteract those types of things, you have to work on the soft tissue. So massage is, is something that I highly recommend. Hydration is something that I highly recommend, but daily maintenance, just like you brush your teeth every day, I feel like you should take care of your body every day, specifically the, your muscles. And 
So we had a quad baller or a grid or whatever product that you chose. You can get you know any kind of foam roller, but the idea is you roll out the posterior lower leg, which is your calf or soleus area, and then you roll out your quads uh, because when they tighten, they pull down the hips and then eventually close off the diaphragm because of a muscle called your psoas. I know I'm getting pretty technical here, and I don't mean to, but the reality is dehydration is evil. You got to massage your muscles on a regular basis and your industry, it does matter how you look. If you present yourself well, you stand up positive and confident, you're going to be able to close a deal and honestly in a, a much more efficient manner because people trust that, that you know what you're talking about and you take care of yourself. Just talk about general health and wellness versus trying to specifically going after you know, the biomechanics of a, a real estate agent because they're the same biomechanics as anyone else. Right, right, right. So it just has to do with, once again, I say a confident body is a confident mind. And you take care of your body, the mind's going to follow. And so I don't specifically talk about specific muscles and how to massage them. I talk about lifestyle and how to gain a greater quality through what it is that we do. So, so, so what lessons have you learned in this whole process of taking this company from just you in a room with some balls saying, wow, let me emulate a, a massage here to selling recently to a large company. What would you say the lessons you learned through that or your, or your most important lesson that you learned through that is Cassidy? You know, I learned quite a bit. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a blue collar approach to business. I know how to work hard and get stuff done. And, you know, the trials and tribulations of, 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 starting a company out of the back of my car, literally, to purchasing a truck and an Airstream, to selling that on eBay one night and, and, and buying a motorhome, still continuing on the road, working with you know, Olympic Training Center, and then eventually traveling around the world is, uh, passion is always going to outweigh process. And you know, as soon as you start to, to even think about exiting your company, that process has to be there. And, you know, everybody wants to look at, you know, what's your EBITDA, how much money you're making, what's your net profit. And that's where I step in and I go, listen, I can show you how profitable we are. I can show you an adjusted EBITDA based off of the growth strategies that we had every year. But the idea of building this, this company from a, a blue collar approach to success, meaning I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to do whatever I can to spread the word around the world. And in the end, I'm going to exit to... Um, a white collar mentality. Well, eventually you have to change your mindset. It starts out as I'm going to work hard. I'm going to get shit done to, okay, I've got to start putting all the pieces in place to make sure I'm able to exit in the most efficient manner so that I can get the maximum dollar for all of the sweat equity that I put into the business. Because in the beginning, I didn't pay myself a bunch of money at all. Yeah, so, so that's a great point because I think a lot of real estate agents get caught in that trap where they're they, they understand that they need to hustle, they need to bust their ass, they need to get shit done, they need to go, 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 go. But sometimes they turn around and they're 75 years old and they're like, I never made that shift that Cassidy Phillips made when he decided at some point to make that shift to go, okay, now at this point, I'm going to stop kind of go, go, going and I'm going to start creating an exit strategy, as you said. So how did you know when the right time to do that was? I always kept my finger or, or my mind on the pulse of the market. And, you know, we had so many people knocking us off through the years and 
the owner of my company had a patent come through. Finally, it's on the hollow foam roller called the grid that, I mean, heck, if you were watching the Academy Awards, um, we had a commercial, the American Express commercial, and our products were featured in it, which was crazy. My point is that the idea of having an exit strategy always has to be a part of your mindset. And when you become a mainstay, a staple in the environment that you chose to go after, you have two points of leverage. You can either go raise more capital and start to acquire all these people that are knocking you off, which is going to take a lot of effort, or you can look at your life and say, okay, in order to be who I want to be for my family, I need to accept who I am today. Now, I refer to my faith first, family second, and funds third. So if I look at my faith, I'm, I'm not only looking at my personal faith, but I'm looking at my faith within me as well. How much time, effort, and attention do I need to put on my business to get it to that next level? And how much is that going to jeopardize my relationship with my family? Because that same 75-year-old guy that you're talking about that's been busting his ass all his life turns around and he realizes, okay, I made a bunch of money. I never exited that company. I no longer have a wife because she divorced me. I no longer have any kids because they've disowned me because all I thought about was work every step of the way. It really depends on what quality of life do you want to have, how much, what's your burn rate, and how can I successfully make enough money to cover my burn rate so I don't have to worry about money ever again and take care of my family and have a quality of life that I've always wanted to have. And I think where most people struggle is what is that number? Like, where is that? You know, when you say your burn rate, what he's talking about is how much money you personally spend every month for you and your family. So let's say it's 12 grand or 20 grand, whatever it is. How much can you earn over that burn rate? without working, you know, massively hard, right? That's, that's the decision. Yeah. Well, there's, there's two different things. And, and, and Pat, this is something that you and your group talk about quite a bit and that's, you know, your horizontal income. But the, the idea is you need to know where you are in life. I mean, most people spend money and they never think about where they're going to get their next dollar or they spend money thinking the money's always going to be there. And it's, it's what, what quality of life do you want today? What quality of life do you want tomorrow? And how much is it going to cost for you to maintain that for the rest of your life? If you make a bunch of money, your money is going to make you more money than if you were just concentrating on a business um, working for somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I guess everybody has to actually have a talk with themselves. I, I had an interview that a guy, Michael Quarles did with me recently, and he was like, how much is enough? And, you know, and I gave him my answer and, and he said, well, you're the first person that ever had an answer to that question. And I said, well, yeah, I think uh, people don't think about that enough. People don't actually write it down. You know, people don't actually think like maybe you did. It says, okay, enough is X. And after that, I'm going for quality of life. You know, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to get it done to get to X. But some people just never stop, right? They need something bigger and bigger and bigger. It's the American way. You know, it's, it's natural. I don't know if I, I agree with it is the American way. I think you're absolutely right there. But what I'm afraid of is that people don't stop to analyze themselves through life. And unfortunately, it, it becomes a problem. I mean, you know, a lot of the guys that are listening to this, they can probably look down at their waistline and say money became more important than my health at some point. Now, as, as you analyze that situation, you go, okay, 
Can I pay for my health to get better the older I get? The likelihood is no, because the deficit is so great. So we have to look at how do I balance my life so that I can be healthy, happy, and pursue a better business all while managing a lifestyle that you desire. And everybody has a different level of lifestyle. And I think that people live a life that they're not a lot of times. So therefore, their spend gets greater than their reality because they're trying to keep up with all the Joneses. And unfortunately, once you do that, you're going to have to work for the rest of your life just to pay off your debt. Wow. That was deep. Their spin is greater than their reality. Reality is awesome because reality can tell you a couple of different things. It can tell you, hey, I'm ugly and I'm trying to marry a hot chick. It's never going to happen. So I need to, I need to marry the person that, that is right for me, not right for society. You also look at yourself and go, reality tells you confidence is a driving force to success. If you're not confident in certain areas of your body, well, you can identify that. And with that reality, you can make change in your life. So my point is, is that reality is this incredible ball of opportunity that we all like to live outside of. And, and now we're in a virtual reality that is even confusing our younger generation even greater because they, they, these new millennials, um, although for real estate it's great because they all want rental properties, but the, the idea is they don't want to own anything because they want to be um, liquid. They want to be able to move around at any time and liquid is, is, can get anywhere. It has no barriers. And so I think it's very important for all of us to look at reality on a, a whatever uh, normalcy that you can think of. It's like every day I look at my day and I assess the way that I feel and I go, am I comfortable with who and what I am? What do I need to change in my life to be able to be a better husband, be a better father, and be a better business person? And if I don't go through that checklist every morning, I end up waking up and going through my day like an asshole because I like to win. Mm. And when you like to win, you'll do anything to win. Wow. Wow. Let me rapid fire a couple questions here with you, Cassidy, about some advice that our listeners can benefit from coming to you as an expert in the health and wellness field and all things health. So let's start with, with hydration. Now, you're, you're a big proponent of, of hydration. How much water should we be drinking and why? Well, can you, first off, I got to ask you, can you die from drinking too much water? No. Yes, you can. Well, you can, I guess, if you don't piss. It's hyponatremia. You can actually die from drinking too much water. And years ago, there was a competition out in California for an Xbox. And they had a competition who could drink the most water. And whoever drank the most water won an Xbox. Well, the mother died from drinking too much water. Wow. And, and you see this a lot in marathons. People drink too much water. They're not expelling enough liquid. So therefore they're putting too much liquid into the body. And then they end up having to go to the hospital and get basically drained. And my point is, is we all fixate on water. We pay more for water than we do for gas right now, which is an unbelievable reality. But the idea of water is to flush the system. The idea of gas is to fuel the car. But if you run out of oil, the engine of the car will stop. If you run out of electrolytes in your body, the body will stop. We're concentrating on the wrong thing. And we need to look at electrolyte levels within the body to allow you to feel as good as you need to be. 
And so if you, there's a very simple way of putting this. If everybody that's listening to this, take your hands and rub them together as fast as you can. I'm going to give you a sound of it. Okay, when you do that, what you'll feel is your hands are heating up. And when your hands heat up, well, that means that they're dehydrated. And once, and I'm mirroring this to your muscles. And when you stop rubbing your hands together, keep them together, and you'll see that your hands slightly stick together as you slowly try to peel them apart. Now, what happens when you don't peel them apart, which is hard within the body, you go sit in your car, you're running around, you're drinking coffee, you're not taking care of yourself. You Maybe you did take care of yourself. Maybe you did go work out. Then you went straight to the office. Then you went straight to the coffee. Then you went straight to your car. Now you're meeting with a client and you start to, to start to feel your body. And unfortunately, your body's dehydrated. So you sat for however long you did in the car and anywhere there was contact with your, your butt with your seat, your, your hamstrings with your seat, the lateral leg, outside of your leg to the out, inside of the car, well, all those areas are going to stick together. The muscles and the skin are going to stick together and start to restrict movement. And as you feel restricted movement, that's when you start getting older. And so dehydration is the evil of it all, but it's electrolytes that I want you to concentrate on. So cut your water content in half, elevate your electrolyte level, and I think that you'll find that you've got a greater quality of life. And how do you do that? How do you? How does one elevate electrolytes? Pills? Well, there's a couple of different ways. One of my favorite companies is Scratch, Scratch Labs, SK, uh, uh, Scratch Labs. And they have a natural supplement that is fantastic. You drop it in water, you shake it up in your water bottle, and it gives you everything that you need, and it's all natural. That's what I love about Scratch. Now, if, you don't, if you're not able to get that, uh, there's another one called Noon, N-U-U-N, and that is an effervescent tablet that you drop in water. You can get it at probably your local grocery store, and that's another great way to get electrolytes. All these juices and all this other kind of stuff that everybody is fixated on right now, there's too much sugar content in that, so the sugar is not going to transfer into glycogen. I feel like it's going to transfer into fat. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm just a realist, and the idea of drinking all those crappy you know, juice drinks is it's it's making you fatter versus not. So go to the, the leanest liquid you can. That's water. Apply electrolytes to it. You're going to gain a quality of life. And it's pretty simple. Wow. And, you know, with regards to stretching, with regards to exercise, massaging, give me some exact recommendations you have as far as time per week with regards to those things. Well, everybody's different, and, and let me go back to the electrolytes. Don't forget, the electrolytes are the oil in the engine, okay? Have you ever blown an engine in your car before because you didn't put oil in it? Uh, I haven't, but I know a girl that did. Huh. Well, I was that girl when I was a kid, but I'm a <laughs> guy, right? You think I didn't catch crap for that one? But I, I, I just figured you push it, you know, and you go as fast as you can for as long as you can, and everything will be fine. I'm putting gas in the car. I'm eating. Right. So... You know, as an athlete, I, I, I went to nationals in triathlon when I was 16 years old. I nearly died that same year. Whoa, now, whoa. I wasn't taking care of myself, and that's a story for another day. But the, the reality is everybody's unique. Everybody's different. But if you don't replace the oil in the engine, the engine will stop. If you don't replace the electrolytes in your body, your body will stop. Now, one of the biggest problems in our society today is plaque. 
right? You hear a lot about plaque in the body, eating fatty foods. It gets in your blood system. It can corrode your heart. It can get in your uh, brain. It can get behind your eye. But that same plaque, if you think about it, we brush our teeth every day, not to make our teeth look good, but to remove the plaque so that they don't decay. And so if you can brush your teeth every day, that same plaque that's building up in your teeth builds up in your body. So if we think about muscle tissue and a, a thing called fascia, and I, I challenge everybody to look up a, a book called Anatomy Trains, Anatomy Trains by Thomas Myers. You'll get to understand, uh, I wouldn't say it's elementary, but it's an easy way to understand how the body is connected. But you've got this myofascial network in your body, and it is sometimes more powerful than muscle because it encapsulates it encapsulates all of the muscle. So just like you feel functification on your teeth and you know you need to brush your teeth, when you start to feel restriction and movement, well, that means that you need to address the muscles that are compromising that movement. The likelihood of most of the people listening to this is that they don't know how to do this themselves. Hmm. So how do we get over that hurdle? Well, you know, tptherapy.com, that's the company that I started. There's an educational platform there. You can grab a foam roller. You can grab a a, a trigger point foam roller. You can grab, you know, a swim noodle. I don't care just as long as you start to take care of your body. At the same time, I would like to think that everyone that's listening to this is in the pursuit of a greater amount of income so that they can do the things that they want to do in life. So if that is the case, just like... We schedule time with an assistant. You schedule time with a client. You need to schedule time with a massage therapist. Build it into your lifestyle. And the ROI on that is going to be much greater than if you did not do that. Because your body is what allows you to move. A healthy body is a healthy mind. Once your body starts to feel sluggish and you start to feel old, your mind follows suit. And then you start to be that person you never wanted to be because you forgot about yourself in the pursuit of money. That is awesome. Well, listen, Cassidy, this has been great. You've offered some clear health meat and potatoes for our listeners. Guys, remember, you should be scheduling time with a foam roller or a massage therapist or something every day. I thought, Cassidy, that thing about the left Foot, that happens to me when I drive for so an extended easiest, period of times. Pat, all you got to do is put a yoga block in between the car door and your leg, not to allow that external rotation of your hip to occur. The knees are going to go in front of the, right above the feet. You're going to sit up straight. You're not going to compromise the L45 area. You're not going to compromise your diaphragm, and you're going to feel a hell of a lot better when you get out of that car. You put the yoga block exactly where? You put it in between your the car door and your left leg, your left thigh. So you're kind of leaning against. So you don't you don't move your your leg that far over. Right. Oh, because I got gotcha. you. As you externally rotate the leg, the foot curls up underneath the steering wheel. So a muscle called your soleus binds up. Then you end up getting the plantar fasciitis type issues on the left foot. On up up in the thigh area, you end up with IT band syndrome stuff like that, and then into the upper or lower back, sorry, that's when you uh, compress the L45 area and then you end up having sciatic issues down the back of the leg. Interesting, interesting. Well, Cassidy, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Our rock star nation appreciates you and good luck to you and all your new future endeavors. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. And by the way, soon I'll have Purpose Driven Faith. 
It's my way of contributing back to what I received in life over my last company. So purposedrivenfaith.com will be the website. We'll have a podcast. So hopefully everybody come over and join. And I'll put all of Cassidy's information on hybendigital.com backslash Cassidy, C-A-S-S-I-D-Y. You could just go to Hyben Digital and type in Cassidy or Trigger Point or any of the keywords we might have touched on and it will come up. Thanks again, Cassidy. Yeah, thank you, Pat. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Real Estate Rockstars. I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.